0: Hi, welcome back to another episode of Something Private, a podcast that's about everything related to the vagina, from sex to health and the society. My name is Nicole and I'm your producer and your host. So this episode is for all of you out there who might have thought that they faced some type of harassment at work, be it sexual or emotional. I really can't tell you how many times I've had friends share with me about a shitty day at work, only to end up. You know, with them confessing or eventually revealing that actually they were harassed. When it comes to workplace harassment, it's a really grey area topic because it's so often very verbal types of harassment. So we hear about bosses making inappropriate comments about their workers' attire something that's overly sexual, you know, colleagues bullying other colleagues, ostracizing them, not minding other people's personal space. And I think there's a lot to unpack because you know what counts as workplace harassment to one individual might not be considered workplace harassment to another. Then the conversation becomes, how do we establish boundaries? How do we agree on consent? How do we address power struggles or not to worry about professional consequences? It's really, really complex and therefore quite reflected in our law. You know, it's still a new area that we're still trying to figure out as a nation and society and therefore there's no hard and fast rule to what has to be implemented across organisations. But I think it's important to address because, you know, ever since starting this podcast, one of the topics that I've had quite a couple of requests for is to cover workplace harassment and the grey area it sits in. And also just from, you know, a purely friend-to-friend basis. How many times I've heard friends saying, you know, he made me feel uncomfortable, but he's my boss. um, And nobody else feels this way, you know. Let me be clear, I don't want to start this episode off by saying, okay, this is the solution. You know, I think this episode and podcast in itself is part of the solution. Hearing stories, understanding your rights, helping others that are in need or are unsure, which will eventually all lead to some type of change. This is gonna be a two-part episode and we're starting off with hearing the stories of two women and their encounter with workplace harassment.
1: So I work in the engineering industry and it's very male-dominated. So I've been working for about a year plus now and most of the people I deal with are men. I feel that the experiences I had may sound trivial but to me it disturbed me a fair amount for me to think that it could be sexual harassment. So it's also usually um, people who are above me. So not bosses per se but just like people of a higher position than I am. And um, they just make me feel very uncomfortable with the way they speak to me and act around me. So I've had um, people repeatedly calling me pretty which is like once it's fine, twice, a little bit weird and then like five times in a row like okay you need to stop. Then I've also had comments about my legs quite a few times. Oh you have very long legs, you can be a model. Your legs are so long, how tall are you? You should be a model, do you know how the model's legs are? He kept talking about this for like about five minutes and I was I didn't know who he was, I knew he was a little bit important so I do not want to like step on any toes at that point of time. But now I know who he is, so I just like try to stay away from him as much as I can. But even then, like, say at a work setting, right? This guy doesn't work in the same office space as me. Sometimes you have like company events, then I find myself in the same room as him with quite a lot of other people. So as I'm talking to my friends, then he'll suddenly like come over to me and start making those comments again. Then there are other instances, things that I don't know whether it's intentional or not, which makes it even harder to assess whether or not I have been sexually harassed. So there was one case where I was on a staircase with another guy of higher authority than me, and then he said something like, oh, be careful, and then like, he put his hand on my butt for a brief second. So I was like, oh dear, that's a bit strange. But I think it's an accident. I let it be for a while. Then the next day I had to text him for some work-related stuff. I needed his help for something. So I was like, yeah, sure, but now you need to go for lunch with me. Or dinner? Smiley face.
2: I work in the finance industry, and I have also been working for uh, slightly more than a year. And while while I think that like the finance industry is quite male dominated, but in my office there's still a fair number of like female bosses. So for my example, right, I guess it's like uh, more towards the trivial side. But maybe like the whole point of the episode is also about how trivial episodes like should not be overlooked. So I think I have like two key examples. The first is just like um a co-worker who's more like a peer uh, in group settings like when we have like lunches together in a big group he tends to make a lot of like generalizations about like girls and females and it just kind of seems like he's a woman hater at times even the guys among our group sometimes are like whoa dude you need to like <laughs> chill out like you're you making a lot of like you're-, you're like just stereotyping la and like assuming a lot the other case I have like to talk about is um A guy who's more like a senior manager In the company So he just is over friendly And when I was newer to the company I didn't even really knew who he was So it was awkward for me So I just tried to like stay friendly with him And I think with that I don't know if it led to him seeing it as Encouragement to be friendlier Mm. There were times that he would make inappropriate comments When like he saw me like you know dress a particular way And he would say like oh you're dolled up today Or like oh Uh, Well he said it in Chinese So he said like Which means uh, You're being a vase today As in it's I'm there for decorative purposes
0: I've noticed that A lot of girls Like when they come forward With like their stories A lot of times they say like I don't think it's a big deal Or like Actually it's a very small thing But like Why would you say It's a small thing When clearly it's Something that is bothering you
1: i think we just want to give the person the benefit of doubt because we don't want to believe that this person is doing all these things intentionally or that he's harboring some kind of resentment towards ladies we just want to believe that they're saying something and we misconstrued it for me i feel that like what has
2: happened to me is not um so serious to the point that it like really affects me so it's quite easy to like brush it off as well and at the same time I also see it happening sometimes to my male colleagues in settings where like there are clients who are like kind of being a bit uh, too touchy with them and they kind of just have to take it so I feel that it actually goes like both ways right workplace harassment yes. it doesn't just happen to girls. I guess like being very new in the workforce we are also just trying to like uh like scope the lay of the land mm. like see how like people perhaps like more senior to us would react to it and maybe In time to come, we will, like, develop the skills to better handle it such that it happens to us less, like, we make ourselves, like, less of a mug. How did y'all, like, feel at the moment?
1: Um, when the subordinate came to me to tell me that his friends were saying crude things about me and that maybe I should wear longer skirts or pants, then I was thinking, oh, is it true? Do I really need to change my dressing? And then I got really upset with myself for being nice to people in the first place and with the other people as well for making me like doubt myself and whether or not I was like dressing or behaving appropriately. Yeah, then the first thing I did was to like call another colleague and say like, Hey, this thing happened to me. Has it happened to you before? Then she said, No, not really, but like I understand how you feel and um yeah, just fuck them. Don't don't change anything about you because um, there's nothing that you need to change like you know that you've been behaving appropriately and that like no matter what you do all these remarks will still come because you're like one of the f- few females in the environment then after that I was like pretty upset still and it took me quite a while to get over that oh and also I stopped being nice to people because I was like oh what's the point like they're just gonna like it's just gonna embolden them to say even more horrible things about me I thought, oh, they have a different mindset because they come from somewhere else. They have a different belief in how they should behave towards women. So maybe I should, like, change myself to suit that. Then I realised, if hey, but I'm in Singapore. I'm not where they are. They should try to fit to the Singaporean standards of things. Yeah, so I think that realisation also helped me, like, be a bit braver in... Going to
0: work the next day. I was saying, like that's actually a step towards like claiming back the power. So for the for the
2: peer right for the friend mm. level one, um, I don't really feel anything because like in that scenario, I'm confident enough to like just clap back. But then for the other one, I only processed it later because. You know, I was at, doing an event And it was, like, an important event And I just wanted, like, focus my energy. So only afterwards, I thought back And was like, wow mm. Today he, like, said that eh, Which I think is, like, a bit st- like a-, a bit different from, like Just the usual, like, over-friendly conversation That he has with me Which was when, like, at first I also, like Thought back to my attire, lah, like Okay, maybe, like, was my dress, like, a bit too tight? That kind of thing Then I have to, like I have to like Compare with female colleagues And be like No no like It's not about the dress Like you know People wear that And like I was like Properly covered and everything Like It is not the dress It is
0: just him Are there other like Female colleagues Like yourselves That have gone through Similar
1: experiences And then you all come together To talk about it Or like have you heard You know in your workplace Um, There have been Some times when me And some female colleagues Just sit down and like we discuss this, like someone will bring up an incident that happened to them and then we all start chiming in with our different incidents. Mm. So it's also good in that um, we help each other realise who to steer clear of and also to protect each other in case like, we find ourselves in, a, in similar situations again. And another thing is that it's good knowing that you're not the only one to encounter this and that you have other people to talk to about it, kind of like a support group in the company.
2: So for the incident with like, the vase and the door, all that, right, the same senior manager making those comments to me, I didn't feel like it was like, severe enough to warrant like, an actual HR complaint, but I do have like, a good friend who is in HR whom I decided that you know, the least I can do is to like, mention to him like, that this has happened and I'm not very comfortable with it. So then he actually told me about like, the same guy and that they are aware that he's always like, like this, And there used to be like a pretty girl Who works in HR and he would actually Because they they have a separate room to themselves Mm. So you actually have to open the door to enter The HR room and he would Actually like drop by the room Almost every day
1: to talk To her
2: and that is like You know very blatant right because you have to Open the door you have to come in and then like The entire department is there and like He would single her out and talk to her
0: Do you have a time When you went to HR to talk about
1: No, I haven't spoken to HR about it But I did talk to my boss about a particular incident So you know how I have people working under me, right? Like subordinates So one day I was approached by one of them And he said, oh, you know, you shouldn't be so nice to them Because they say a lot of like crude things about you behind your back So you think that they're your friend But they're just like, you know, sexualizing you And objectifying you Then I was like, oh, but what did they say? And he was like, oh, I won't, I wouldn't tell you I shouldn't tell you but uh try not to wear skirts, which made me a bit pissed off because I should feel I should be able to wear whatever I want to so when this happened I told it to my boss he didn't remove the person from my place but he did say that um if he's working on a particular night then I won't put you on night shift on that day just to make you feel a bit safer It's a bit complex right
0: Because like Your boss is kind of Protecting you But at the same time Not doing anything Yeah like not doing anything Also right Are you guys aware Of like the HR Like Workplace harassment laws Or or, like guidelines That your company Has
2: Well of course There are HR initiatives But it's like Completely not around Sexual harassment
1: Yeah same I haven't attended Any briefings Where they brief you On how to Respond to any sexual harassment but there's like an email that you can email to if you want to make a complaint about someone and it's not even sexual harassment specific email. So far what I've experienced is quite tolerable and even if there were guidelines in place in my company, I wouldn't have gone to it yet but I do wish that all these guidelines will be made known to us in case we feel we feel strongly about something. We know who to turn to and where to go.
2: I think it's like not a matter of like whether it's like tolerable or not. Okay, for me, I still do think that like mine are like rather trivial, but it's more of why do these people in positions of authority feel that they have the right to say or do these things? And you know, I just wonder like, is it like president? Do they like, do they have they experienced this themselves, and hence they think it's okay? Or, like, they can do it to, like, you know, more junior staff? Or is it because just from the get-go, like, sex ed is not very... Like, it doesn't touch on, like, small little things like that. Like, from young, do, like, their parents not teach them that they shouldn't comment... Like, make such inappropriate comments, especially, like, a, a professional environment? Like, for me, like, I wouldn't, like, do that to someone, ah. so I just wonder who taught this... Who taught or did not teach these people, like... To me, it feels like manners as well. You know, like mm. what, what makes them think that they have the right to say these things? For me, uh, what has happened has all been verbal. So mm. it's just like things that they have said.
0: Let's say, like, they really don't have the. We're giving them a benefit of doubt. They don't have the awareness that, like, mm. you know, what they're saying could be. could affect somebody. So in this scenario, would you speak up? Tell them that, you know, hey, you can fuck off, you know? Why and why not Are you doing that I think That's the question
2: Well for me There were like Two cases right So one is like A senior manager And like my Encounters with him Were more like One to one as well mm. In which like I would feel like Less empowered To speak up But For the other one Which was like You know In group settings And with people like You know You can see from their Like From their expressions That they think That what he's saying Is like Inappropriate Then that Like I did like Speak up against him A couple of times To like Call him out loud And like You know Make him like check what he's saying, so I just kind of like spoke out and say like yeah right, maybe you just like haven't been like you know dating the right girls lah, or like that kind of thing. Is there a fear that
0: like if you make the conversation too serious then it's like voila, she is them like SJW or like she takes like everything like damn seriously that kind of thing you know? I don't really care what he thinks about me. <laughs> 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 I just like don't see the need to like <coughs> waste your energy.
1: Yeah. I think for me it's not only the fear of People saying like, oh, why, why is she like taking this too seriously? It's also because most of these instances happen with people of higher authority, so we don't want to be, you know, the young junior staff who steps on a big boss's toe, and you know, it could affect your career in the future. Nobody has said that it won't, but you just have this perception that if enough bosses don't like you for whatever reason, it'll be difficult for you to be promoted. Mm. But if if speaking to people of around my age range, I will also speak up more because especially if they're friends, it's a bit easier to just go like, hey, that was not cool. You should stop doing that. Yeah.
2: I think it will affect like our ability to work. A comment that comes at the wrong time could like potentially throw me off. So like for the like vast comment, it was like a very important event for me that day and you know I was just like trying to look my best and clearly like that showed because he felt the need to comment on my attire lah. like yes I do look a bit different than other other days like cuz I did make a bit more effort to look better that day you know I'm just trying to put on my confidence for the day and then like early in the morning to like receive such, such a comment really made me feel like maybe I overdressed like mm. doubt myself so I feel that uh, while trivial like as in like this is a trivial incident I mean but potentially such incidents Will make us feel like may us doubt ourselves or our competence to like perform our jobs.
0: Okay, I know this episode has been really serious so far, and I know it's the holidays. So I just wanted to wish you guys Merry Christmas. Um, on a lighter note, okay, if you are tuning in right now, it's currently the 20th of December. We're having a Christmas giveaway from now until. 11 pm on December 24th, Singapore time. So, I very carefully curated three different items that I think would be very, very good for all of you listening or tuning to this podcast. Not only for a woman's physical health and emotional health, but also for the environment. We've partnered with three different brands Lunar Naturals, Small Makers Collection, and The Kind Friend to give away a menstrual cup, a vibrator, and a set of journals. So to find out how to enter, just head over to our Instagram at somethingprivatepod for the terms and conditions. Bonus entry to those of you who share this episode via Spotify on your own Instagram stories and tag us at somethingprivatepod. Okay, now back to the episode. Now, like, every time we talk about boundaries, right, like, it's your, by your terms, you know, it's not like a universally... Or like uh, a company-wide Kind of like terms It's like If a company was gonna like Hold
2: You know like Events or like Initiatives around Sexual harassment in the workplace You know like Would they then be admitting That there is sexual sexual harassment happening? Or could it just be like a (laughs) Tips and tricks to avoid (laughs) Sexually harassing your colleagues Unintentionally (laughs) Like you know If I'm in the HR department I also don't know how to frame this training like or like you know, only when like enough people complain about it, is there a need for such, like educational events. I'm not sure.
1: But this training can't be like a, a couple day course kind of thing. It has to be from childhood. So I don't think that HR can do anything about the way a person believes he should behave. They could change the way he behaves by putting in guidelines, but. Ultimately Whatever's really going on In his head Still remains the same Because this is something That They've been They've grown up believing Okay I
0: wanted to ask like At where Would y'all say You would draw the boundary Because Clearly now Both of you are Like okay This is I mean you have Taken some action right But like it's clearly not like a Report police Or like a like I want to start A movement kind of thing Which is fine I don't think that you have to do that But like Where do you draw like The line What is the boundary for you I guess It's like this kind of thing There's like so much Grey area
1: Yeah exactly Like and I would
2: feel like You know Being touched Is where I would draw the line But Even that incident That happened to you You just like this. Not say dismiss it But you just like try to Let yourself know That it was an incident so that so that you know you don't feel so shit knowing that he did it on purpose. Yeah. Right? Like it was just a like helpful gesture on his part. So I wonder like you know, for me I think that being touched would be where I draw the line. But there are also things that people can say that can like be very I think traumatizing as well. La. So you know, I have not encountered such like a severe like experience but if I did then I don't know. How and where I would draw the line, like would I do it like you know, immediately? Or would I like reflect on it and like go to my boss, go to HR and even if I did, am I confident that they would take action? Honestly, no.
1: And I also think that there are multiple lines to be drawn. Mm. So, um, for the person who has made repeated comments about me, I have drawn the line once at me avoiding the person and telling people who I'm close to about it and avoiding him in any situation. Um, whereas there may be other lines to be drawn, where if a person reaches that, then I could go to my boss and then after that HR. There are too many lines and too many things that could happen for me to know where exactly the line is. I also thought that being touched would be where I draw the line, but because it only happened to me once, I didn't know whether to believe or not it's actually true. And then now I'm saying, if he he touches me again, I'll draw the line there. But what if The next time he touches me It's also in a situation Where I don't know if He did it intentionally or not mm.
0: I think it's very difficult Yeah.
2: So like you know After
1: such incidents happen
0: mm.
2: Like how we comfort ourselves Is to like Just like Put them down So yeah. we are like oh, yeah, He probably hates women Because he has a small penis Like we make Comments Like that as well Just to make ourselves Feel better But it's also not very Like we are also then set doing, as in we are also then sexualizing them, right? Like, or, I don't know, retaliating in a not classy way. Yeah. It does make me wonder though, like, maybe I have also said inappropriate things without meaning to and made the men in my life or work mm. uncomfortable. Mm. I think that, thinking from that perspective, I think that the self-awareness is just not there. The education and, the, like, the self-awareness is not there. Like, education could help, but, it just boils down to, like, how you treat people, right? Like, why do you see them, like, as a female and hence feel the need to comment on the length of her skirt? Then, like, in turn, would you comment on a male colleague's pants if you felt like they were too tight? I don't know. <laughs> um, in my workplace, there are actually a lot of female bosses. So, actually, I feel that sometimes they may tolerate or even choose to ignore some of these instances that arise at the workplace. In fact, I've even, like, seen, witnessed one of the female bosses doing the same behaviour to young male colleagues. It's nothing um, like, you know, that he would shout sexual harassment about, but it's just like the pat on the arm, comments about how they look in their polo tee. I think that that does not... I I mean, it's a two-way, it's a two-way thing, you know. It's not just men are the problem and like we are just the victims. I think that sometimes it's also about positions of authority and how those people in authority you know, use that to um, create this kind of tense and uncomfortable workplace for us. And sometimes I feel that the reason female bosses either tolerate or choose to ignore might be because they themselves had to experience it, and maybe even worse, in their own climb to the top. So it's like they might feel that we must earn our strikes this way too, which I feel it's like very 1990s. I mean, if they are literally like, encouraging this kind of like gender stereotyping then it will make the males in their life feel that it's more even more okay to continue this kind of like unacceptable casual sexism
1: i think it's also like maybe a power thing if they know that nothing will be said about them then it emboldens them to do it more and more and then like when they feel that they can make somebody uncomfortable without facing any consequences, then that's when they've, you know, done it. They've made it.
2: Sometimes among males themselves, it's like also like a bonding thing, right? Like a bro thing. Some of them might not even necessarily feel that way or think it's right, but it's easier to play along in that scenario of like, it's kind of like peer pressure. Sometimes I feel like when you're young and a girl in a company, like if you are too prettily attired, like you make yourself a mark. Even with like female bosses, like, My place There's like A lot of female bosses They don't harass me Because of it But Maybe it's like Better to like Fly under the radar A little bit When you know like You're in that type of environment Like it's quite corporate And Like political You don't want to bring Any like Unnecessary attention To yourselves Or your team You know
1: I would say otherwise though So although Sometimes I hate That I'm getting So much Attention It has helped In my career Quite a little bit In that Um the bosses know who I am and they remember me and then they give me the opportunities that I want and really good opportunities at that and because they I think maybe like slightly attracted to me so they like always remember me when things come up so I hate that that happens but I love the opportunities I'm getting out of it mm. which makes me feel like I have this, this double standard about it so sometimes I do feel a little bit guilty and it's still something I'm trying to resolve within myself but Yeah, for now I'm just using it to my benefit. I mean, I won't purposely, like, you know, dress provocatively or anything, but I'll just be me and take whatever opportunity comes, even though it's because, yeah, the bosses are a little bit gross. I think we definitely need to speak about it on both sides. So, firstly, on how the men can behave differently towards women. I know it's a bit difficult to change the mindsets of all the older people because, you know, they've been believing this for decades. But for the younger generation to put this information out and to train them or to get them accustomed to this like so-called new belief if they were subscribing to the old belief system. So just to get men to behave and think differently about women. Yeah, then on the other hand, it's also important to Let women know what they can do to protect themselves from situations like this. Not like how they should dress differently or act differently, but in like what they can do once someone has sexually harassed them. Where to go, how to set their own boundaries. Because I think this is a very difficult thing to to give a guideline to. You can't say that if this happens, you do this. If this happens, you do this. Yeah. Yeah. So I think podcasts like this are quite helpful because you hear people talking about their experiences and you hear a lot of different experiences and how people deal with them. Hearing this, you know, like, hey, that has happened to me. Maybe I can do this or maybe I can choose not to do that but deal with it in my own way. Mm. Yeah, so it's just giving giving other ladies ideas about how to take care of themselves.
0: Mm. So I think the question is like, how do you think we can like circumvent it? Like, What's the way forward?
1: I think it just needs change on an organizational level. Mm. Um, we as regular people can speak up a little bit more about it, tell our friends, and you know maybe create a louder voice instead of just our own singular voice and the best way would be for organizations to say that this kind of behavior is not tolerated, and that would be really the easiest way to get people to stop behaving that way because if it's just individuals going up to whoever. Um, sexually harassed them it wouldn't be loud enough of a voice for them to realise that the behaviour is not good I think at first when I was asked to do this podcast I was like oh but I haven't really done anything about mine before so am I does it really warrant me speaking about it? I haven't like done a me too movement, I haven't even reported to HR so then I felt like I wasn't qualified to be here and talk about it but then like I was consulting with a few friends and then they said oh but you know like maybe a lot of people are in your position as well and it's not not brave of you to not go to HR to talk about it but you have dealt with it in your own way and you are brave in doing that so you could give a little bit of guidance to other people facing this kind of situation on ways to deal with it yourself. It doesn't have to be a really big thing and like you don't have to change the world with what you're doing. Just like change what's happening to you and you're good.
0: So this has been part one of our two-part series on workplace harassment. In the next episode, we're going to be talking to a professional um, in the area of workplace harassment enforcement and law um, from AWARE Singapore. And we're going to be kind of laying down, I guess, what rights we are entitled to as citizens. You know, what kind of help is out there for us At this moment And what are some of the measures That we should be taking To ensure that Our workplace in Singapore Is safe And healthy For everybody to exist in together So Yeah Merry Christmas Jingle bells XOXO Hope you guys have a great um, Christmas It's gonna be Okay Do people still say that now? I don't even You know what <clears throat> I'm gonna go now, bye!